Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Influence. I'm your host, Adam Connor. On today's show, I learn more about fashion on a global scale. If you're new to this podcast, by the way, thank you for clicking and listening in. It's good to have you here. It's a show all about how some of the most interesting or innovative or exciting brands today are mobilizing their masses to become more authentic. And the masses in today's case uh, is a group of people called Farmetes. We are on with Farm Rio Global and their CEO, Fabio Barreto. Now, this is a company which began in, as the name may indicate, Brazil, as an apparel and fashion brand, which has expanded to become more of a lifestyle. And Fabio is responsible for engaging in some of their early international expansions here in the US, but also in other fashion hubs like over in Europe. So in this conversation, we talk a little bit about that. Of course, we talk about what Farm Rio has done to become that lifestyle brand more than just apparel and fashion over the last 23 years of its existence. We talk about international efforts and the collaborations that come with it. And as always, we talk about some of the stories of those farmetes, as well as advice on how to build a more authentic brand. You guys are all used to that, so I'm glad to bring that to you again here. I haven't had as much experience as I'd like with global brands. Of course, I've had some good conversations within apparel and fashion, so this was a special opportunity for me. And again, glad to be able to share it with you. And I'll get out of the way so that you can have it. Without further ado, this is our conversation with Farm Rio Global's Fabio Barreto. All right, everybody. I am here with Fabio Barreto from Farm Rio. Fabio, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm looking forward to having this conversation because I don't have many conversations, at least so far on this show, about a, a truly global effort to build a brand. And I know that you are doing so right now, that the heart of Farm Rio is probably in Rio, in Brazil. And I want to hear more just for our listeners about what Farm Rio is, but I'm uh, I'm lucky to talk to you because of, of that. I'm sure there's a lot of different conversations happening and stories being told, and we'll get into that shortly. But before I ask about those, could you please let me know a little bit more about what Farm Rio is and also how uh, you came to be a part of it? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, yeah, Farm Rio is a 23-year-old brand from Brazil. Uh, we've been in business for quite a while over there. Uh, we're just now uh, a year ago starting our international expansion. Uh, but yeah, the, the brand has been uh, growing pretty steadily in Brazil since since it started in a local flea market. Back then, uh, by the founders, we're still very much in the business today, uh, Katja and Marcelo. Um, and I mean, I think after 20 years, it, it became, I can say, one of the most uh, beloved uh, fashion brands in Brazil. It's we're present in the whole country, every single state, uh, more than 80 stores back there, uh, huge uh, e-com website, more than uh, 1,500 uh, retail uh, points of distribution in the wholesale channel. Um, we, and we've, we've done a few things back then, uh, long story. And I came into and farming Brazil today is part of a bigger group. It's still private owned by the, the founders of each brand, which was emerged from farm and another big brand in Brazil called Animale, which, and, and now today the group owns eight other brands. And I came into the picture seven years ago uh, after working, I, I was a management consultant, consultant and I worked in the, in the merge of the company back then, the, of the companies back then. And I came to, to, to work uh, for the group seven years ago. And for the last 
three or maybe four now. I've been solidly working for farm. Uh, I started I started uh, over there in Brazil, and now I'm leading the international expansion. So very excited to do that. Uh, I'm I'm. That sounds like a great opportunity for you, and and of course the uh, the growth throughout Brazil now stretching globally is a fantastic growth opportunity for anybody. And like I said, we'll get into the ways in which that is similar and different from the uh, the home efforts down in South America when you talk about breaking into things like the U.S., which we'll talk about shortly. The first thing I want to do, though, before that is to learn a little bit more about the folks who are so passionate about it that you've built up over the last 23 years. As I'm aware, you call them the Farmetes, and I want to know exactly what uh, what they're all about, how they came to be, and the ways that uh, you find stories through them, your most passionate consumers. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's... That, that happened pretty organically, I would say. I mean, when, when Katja first started the brand, uh, and that's why she started the brand back then, uh, she felt that uh, in, in Rio pretty much, but uh, we, we, we figured out along the way that it was more in Brazil than just in Rio, uh, that people, uh, and mainly girls, had only, you know, brands from uh, outside of Brazil, from, the, you know, the main fashion capitals, the U.S. or Europe, uh, or even Brazilian brands that were ex- inspired by the, these these markets, you know, and people and 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 they wanted something different. I mean, we're we're in obviously we're in opposite seasons year round. Uh, we're not in a fashion capital where we have a pretty uh, unique lifestyle. I would say in Rio, I mean, we ha- we're very urban city with a, a very big beach environment and you know like kind of that vacation and work lifestyle coming together on, on a daily basis. So Katya felt that 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 uh, girls were wanting like something more, you know, colorful, more bold, more uh, free spirited that that would uh, resonate better to the lifestyle that she had at that time. And I think that since it started so, uh, I would say, authentic from what Katya's lifestyle was and what I mean, her and her, uh, and her friends were were doing on a daily basis and what they were wearing, and once. That started like it started with the clothes, like it started in the local flea market, just about the, the clothes itself. But as the as the brand started relating, and then girls started relating to to the clothes, and started relating to the people that were st- uh, working with the clothes, starting with Katja herself, uh, we we started creating friends. I mean, farm started creating friends uh, in a very organic way. It's not that they you know were privately funded and were trying to acquire customers, you know, to to grow as fast as they can. It was very organic. I mean, whoever wanted to to relate with the brand were related. They were getting excited. They were, we were the farm started creating like long term friends and not just you know short term clients or customers or. And then as we grew through the twenty years that I spoke about, uh, that became you know huge in Rio. It started you know we, we call it farmers because it started a lifestyle actually in Rio that expanded into a lot more than clothing and we can talk about it. Uh, we, we, you know, we have our own, you know, carnival parades. We have our own beer. We have our own, a uh, lot of things, you know, backpacks and skateboards and surfboards. And you know, we do our own events so that we can, you know, bring all these people together. And that started growing outside of Rio too. Once we meet, we first, we call it our first international. We, we played it around in, in Brazil that we call our first international expansion when farms started going to Sao Paulo. I don't know how much you guys know about Brazil, but. It's kind of like California and New York. So we Got were it. expanding out from California into New York. That's what we did when we le- uh, when we went from Rio to Sao Paulo. And we were kind of scared what's going to happen. And it, it just did great. I mean, you, we found, you know, the same kind of, 
it, we, again, we didn't try to, we didn't try to, we didn't try to do too much. We tried, you know, to be out there and and, and meet the people that wanted to be friends with the brand, uh, and that wanted to to you know to to be close to the brand because they they were related to the lifestyle, and that started happening in the whole country. And now I think that we created kind of like a Brazilian lifestyle that started from Rio, but we're relating to a lot other a lot more from from Brazil than just Rio right now, and and we're we're excited about that. So it expanded from apparel to a, a way of life, it sounds like, full of events and surfboards and, and other things. Are, is, there a, is there a favorite expansion or, or innovation either in the event or product portfolio that uh, you thought was particularly cool or that you think is particularly cool? Yeah, I think one, one event that we did that was like kind of like that put everything together was when Farm turned uh, 20 years, uh, three years ago, uh, and we did a, a whole day uh I would a whole day party along the, the Ipanema and Leblon beach, which is like the postal code of Rio. Uh, and we had, you know, we had, uh, we had a whole day event that, that, that we had different stages played all along the shore. Oh, I didn't mention, we also have a band. So yeah, but, we oh, had just casually have, have a band also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we had the whole thing, the whole lifestyle happened. It was a beautiful, I mean, we were blessed by a beautiful day. Uh, it was a Sunday in Rio. So we had we had you know music playing you know the the, the beer and caipirinha going on you know the the uh, the parties the people wearing you know uh, the, our clothes and costumes and just having fun all through the day I mean with with the ocean right next door uh, right right across the street and so we could go jump in the water and come back to party and so it was it was a lot of fun and we could bring everything and the whole the, the whole brand experience together so that was. One thing that I can remember, but I, I, if I stay here long enough, I'll remember a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll speak for hours. Well, um, I want let's talk about some of those. Uh, let's talk about some of those expansion efforts now, just just beyond the the reach to to Sao Paulo. Now, obviously, you're going you're going global, and I'm learning, uh, or I'm sure you're learning rather, a bunch of new things about how people interact with Farm Rio outside of the Brazilian market specifically within the U.S., but also perhaps in those other fashion hubs that you mentioned. I'm curious that now that you're expanding into these markets, what are you learning about building relationships with those different shoppers uh, that's new, that you haven't experienced before? Um, And then maybe in the same breath, you could let me know about some of the best practices from Brazil that are working really well. Sure. Um, The way we're we're approaching it, and I mean, when I first, I mean, when we first started thinking about this international expansion, Katja and myself, I mean, we were very focused on that for a while. Uh, And Katja uh, Katja always told me, I mean, that we needed to do as organically as as possible. We're not in a rush. So the way I'm, I mean, if I I can put it this way, I mean, the way I'm I'm looking at it is we're we're kind of uh, going out of high school and getting to college. uh, And we're starting our first, you know, few days in college. So we want to make you know long term, long term, you know, the uh, meaningful friends, and we just don't want to make you know, as much as friends as we can, as long, as fast as we can. So, uh, so we're 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 being out there. I mean, we're we're I mean, like you do when you get into college. I mean, you try to 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 talk to to everyone. I mean, you talk to you try to to be uh, where you can be, where you think you, it makes sense for you to be, and at the same time, you start you start to learn as you go. You know who you're. You know. Uh, who are the people that are going to be related to your lifestyle? Who are the people who are going to be talking about the same subjects? And you're going to start creating your, you know, your new uh, long-term friends, uh, like it's in, you know, uh, like it's in, in, in our day-by-day personal lives. 
so that's how we're doing. I mean, we we started over in New York, you know, uh, because we feel that I mean, this is the center of the world, uh, and from here we can go, we we can expand quickly uh, to other uh, places. We already, we mean, we have our, our we we started with our Soho flash, flagship store over here, and then we had already pop ups in California, Miami. We're just now launching a pop up at Le Bon Marché in Paris. Um, and and so far, I mean, I think Katya was right. I mean, we're finding a very, uh, a very, a very amount of people, uh, a pretty big amount of people that are relating to the lifestyle of the brand because that's that's what we're showing. We're showing who we are. I mean, if you get in contact with the brand through our stores or you know our digital channels or um, anywhere or even our, our wholesale partners, I mean, you you'll find that I mean, through the products or through the way we present or through the details that we have. You find that we have something unique that uh, once you get in contact with the brand, you understand quickly what you know what what we stand for because it, that it comes from that original real lifestyle that Katja created, and then that the whole office uh, that's another thing that the whole office follows because that's we, we all live the same lifestyle. People in farm office have been there for a long, a very long period of time. All the decision makers are there for ten or fifteen years more. Uh, so it's everything is very organic and, and authentic on what we do, and that's what we we try to to that's what we're trying to to do over here too. And we'll find and we're finding already a lot of people that are relating to to that uh, to, to what we believe and what we how how we live. I would say. Well, that's great. Uh, wh- so now that you've done a couple of these pop ups in locations outside of New York, and of course having the flagship store in Soho is great. What are some of the plans? I mean, what are some of the ways in which you plan to continue that expansion into the U.S.? And I know slow but steady, and you're learning a lot along the way, building things authentically. But are there some pipe dreams there? Like, what, what's uh, what's the vision? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right now we're in a, we're very unique situation to plan uh, a long time ahead. But sure. uh, our our idea uh, has always been that we want to do this organically. Like I said, the, the, we're still you know, uh, private owned and run by, by the founders. We don't have any rush to, you know, just be, uh, grow the brand anyway. So we're, we're doing it in a, in a way that we can create a long and, and, and very meaningful relationships with our customers. Uh, we are, uh, we are, we're starting with, we started with the U S but we are already expanding into Europe. Like I said, um, we're, we're, Obviously, we're now holding a little bit on the on the physical uh, side of retail. We're uh, expanding a lot on our digital channels. We have a very good, and that's something very very good about our our brand because the product is so bold and unique and and, and fun and you know like free spirited that uh, we get a lot of uh, a lot of traction. We get a lot of interaction in our digital channels. Uh, I mean, people love love about you know love wearing and, and posting and interacting with with our products and showing and showing their friends. And, and that's, and that's how, and we feel, and we're feeling through like, it's, it's been a year now that we launched over here in the U S we're feeling kind of the same thing that happened in Brazil on how people start relating in a, you know, in a, in a, a meaningful way with the brand in a, in a very organic way with the brand and start telling friends. And they all started leaving that, uh, that, that, that happy and fun way that, that we, that we, that we do. And, um, and I think that right now that's that's going to be even more important for for all of us. So, uh, so we're, we're we're taking it one step at a time, but uh, but we're we're excited where we're heading and with with the first steps and and we're and we're we're planning to 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 go big but slow. 
Understood. And yes, uh, I think given the current circumstances, everyone needs a little bit of fun uh, right now to figure out what those fun things are to be uh, to be refreshed by. Um, it, on that note, the ways in which you are expanding, as I understand it, is not just in, in these pop-ups and things that you're doing solely within the farm family, but also within partnerships that you have with other apparel names. I've looked at a few of these and see that it's creating some some wonderful designs and some wonderful product innovation that I wouldn't probably normally see from brands. And I, I, I say that without revealing any, but I know uh, you did a large one with Adidas. I'm curious how that comes into the fold, how you choose these sorts of partnerships and um, how consumer stories or feedback plays into the way that you join forces with these other names that are perhaps established in these markets that you seek to grow into. Yes. Um, this, I mean, the way we, we've done, I mean, we do a lot of partnerships, uh, in Brazil, and then we're now starting a worldwide partnerships. Started with Adidas, but I'll go back before and see and, and, and to ask you how we choose them. And that's a very unique thing that I learned when I get I got into farm uh, because we have you know like like I said because we have in our own office so many people, and we have in Brazil uh, two thousand plus employees just working for farm, um, and because all these people are so related to the brand, and they they all kind of like all live the same lifestyle that that we believe and that and that 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 we started off uh, that's that, that's how we we always thought about the brand um so we we always look at would i mean do we would we wear it would we use it would we uh would we be part of whatever that partnership would be uh you know like the people that are there in the office so it's very easy for us to check if it makes sense for the brand or not, uh, starting with Katja herself, but she always, and Farm is a very big democracy, so she always involves everyone in the decision-making. Uh, so it's that, that that's how we, we, we do it. And like I said, um, we, did, we did band, we did beer, we did uh, surfboards, we did bikes, we did scooters, we did electric scooters, we did we did a lot of things, and, and that's because that's how, what, what I mean, we, we we all go to concerts in the weekends. We all go to, to, to the beach and we did umbrellas to the whole uh, shore of Brazil. We, we did a lot of things. And the biggest one, obviously, has been Adidas. And that's something that started in 2014 uh, that we wanted to. And we obviously we all were Adidas uh, and Adidas Originals. That's that's the line that we that we partner with. So we started in 2014 uh, because of the World Cup. At that time, the, the Soccer World Cup was was happening in Brazil. And we did that with Adidas to be kind of like their urban uh, version of, of, of you know Brazil, and it did so well for them worldwide. Uh, that, I mean, at, at all, always we we always thought that oh, would, would, is is farm too bold for the you know for the world out there you know for the U.S. for for Europe, which used used to to have a little less bold I would say uh, kind of, of style and. And the Adidas partnership was the first one that showed us that, you know, I think I think the world needs a little more color, and uh, and did so well for them. They sold, I mean, 130 country plus since the beginning. It was supposed to to be a one year thing, and in, in, in we stood with Adidas Originals for six years, I guess, five or six years, and now we're partnering with a different line inside Adidas. Uh, that's how well we did, and 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 since then, I mean, we've. We're working with a few others over here in the U.S. that we're excited about to launch next semester. 
Um, and that, that's a big part of what we do, partnering and, you know, sharing. I mean, we partner with local designers. We partner with, we have collaborations with indigenous tribes in Brazil that we work with the, their community. And they, they have a very nice, uh, uh, a very nice uh, handcraft work that they need, uh, that they need someone to sell so they can profit out of it. Um, so we have, we have a few things that we're very proud of in terms of partnerships. Well, that's great too. And I'm sure that it has created a whole bunch of, of different flavors of people who uh, are coming into contact with, with Farm Rio, perhaps um, through other outlets, which I'm guessing has benefited the brand greatly, but it tailors really well into, into this conversation and the, the types of conversations I have with people because it by necessity differentiates the stories of your consumers. And now I, now I want to hear a couple of those. So the reason why I ask this is because I am sure that there are millions of stories from from either diehard, uh, long-standing, or brand new farmetes all around the world, and I want to know the ways in which you capture people's experience. Uh, you know, ha- trying the flair of farm where maybe they weren't before, especially in those uh, you know will be in the European market, but maybe even in the U.S. market. What are the ways in which you're you're finding those people who are either having their first experiences with or enjoying prolonged experiences with farm? And then how do you shout those to the rafters? How do you expand on your brand's story by telling those consumers' stories to the community? I'm curious about that. Uh, yes, I mean, here in, uh, like, like I said in the beginning, I mean, I think that our first, the approach we're taking is uh, we didn't, and, and Katja, and, and, and that's something I mean, coming from management consulting, that's something that I, I, in the beginning, I told Katja, I said, Katja, we need to understand like what the customers, you know, what, what they want, what they're looking for, what they do, how they live. And Katja, Katja has always been, I think we need to, uh, live our life and, and, and do what we do. And we'll find the people that will relate to that. And so we need to be where we would be if we were born in the U.S., if, you know, if, we're, if we were from there. And so and that's, that's what we did since the beginning. And I'll give you an example. One of the things that when we launched here in New York, I mean, in you know, New York, this huge uh, concrete jungle, it's very different from Rio. Uh, at some point, we were like, okay, if, I would spend, if we would spend uh, the summer here, where would we go? Where is the closest, you know, ocean beach that we can go to? And then we, we, we talked to the few people uh, that related to the brand. And for an instance, they, they said, oh, you guys would be in the Surf Lodge, which is in, in the Hamptons here in, in Montauk. Um, and we were there. We're like, OK, sure. And then we, we opened up a uh, we obviously we went to visit. It's a great, great, uh, great place, great lifestyle. And we opened up uh, a pop up over there, which we didn't actually. I mean, we, we weren't actually we were selling products, but that wasn't the main idea. We wanted to be involved with the people that would do the same thing that we would do in Brazil over here. And then th- there was, I mean, the, that, that was a great experience for us to uh, understand that people would, people will relate to the brand. Uh, I mean, as, as we are, I mean, as we go out there, we'll find the people that will relate to that lifestyle, even in the U S and there, there, there was something, there were somewhere, and it, there was somewhere that we got a lot of people that uh, knew the brand over there. Not only the products, but they 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 got they understood the lifestyle because we sponsored concerts, we did the the, the pedal boards, we did you know all these things. Uh, we 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 sponsored like you know the drinks, and we we 
we dressed the, 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 the waiters and all that. And that showed the whole lifestyle. And everyone that was, a lot of people that was there became a, a, a long-term customer and a loyal customer of the brand. And not only that, they started spreading that in, to their friends. Uh, so until today, we get a lot of people, you know, coming to shop at the store or in our online channels. And they're asking, oh, when are you guys going to do like, you know, another experience like that? Oh, I saw you guys at Surfload or I saw, you know, the, the content out of it where I talked to someone that was there. So I think that one thing that we want to make sure that we keep on doing over here is bringing that uh, and, and being involved even through partnerships or with someone that's already doing it or creating our own experiences, but that bring that experience together because we, we think that once people and, and once the, the people that will relate to that, it's, it's not going to be everyone. And we know that once the people that relate to that lifestyle, you know, the, the start to enjoy that, they will tell their friends and they will tell the friends that make sense. Because if we try to reach out and tell everyone about who we are without knowing if they're going to be related, that's going to take forever. And, and it's going to be a lot of effort that, it, it, that we don't believe in. Right. Exactly. It just like knocking at a door that might never open and having that, foundational thought of like, we need to build a culture first, or we need to be getting into people's lives in like a lot of different ways first, before we earn that groundswell of, of, of word of mouth of, of peers telling peers about things that is critically important. I don't see that as much as I should in, it doesn't really matter what category. I just don't generally see it as much as I should. I think people right now, especially given the current circumstances are, uh, are learning that that's a lot more important because other than people being on like watching the television or being on their computer, there aren't too many people who are out and about and they're relying on recommendations from people as to how to have a little fun, how to spice things up a little bit. And uh, to know that you've invested so heavily into building all of those things. Uh, and then the pinnacle of course, being becoming a customer is, uh, is really great. So I, you know, applause to you on that. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's also on that subject that I want to round out our conversation and ask you for some advice. Listeners, you know, this is coming. We do this every time we ask for advice from our guests on how to become more authentic as a brand or as a marketer. Now, Fabio, the reason we do that is because the listeners to this show, generally speaking, are, are fall into one of two buckets. They're either a marketer at a brand or they are building a brand themselves. Regardless, no matter who they are, they come here to learn from the best and to emulate the journeys of people just like you. And they know that you've experienced stories over your vast years of your career and maybe uh, had great successes, made mistakes, gotten advice from mentors that have allowed you to build Farm Rio and build your career to where it is today. So with that, and I know it's an awfully large buildup, but I want to ask, what advice can you provide to our listeners on how to build that more authentic brand or how to be that more authentic marketer? Sure. I mean, and the, the, I'll, I'll, I'll say what worked for us in farm. Uh, and I'll, I mean, I'll, most of the advice that, that I get and uh, comes from, from Katja, the founder of farm. And I think that, and that, and that's the quality and, and Katja created something in farm that is, that was very easy to implement. Um, and w- which is a quality assurance question. And, and she said, every time we do anything, and when I say anything, it's anything really from, from the IT room sign. And that was the first thing that I saw in farm that got me crazy. But when she, every, the, the quality assurance question was, did we create emotion uh, with everyone, with anyone that related to 
whatever we're doing, even if it's the IT sign, uh, the IT door sign. Uh, and and cre- the way we create, the way we think about, and it's not creating emotion anyway and enchanting anyway. It's enchanting it the way we would do, the way we did, the way we do in our personal lives. So what I would say is, if you if if we're trying to, I mean, if anyone is trying to create an authentic uh, brand or an authentic messaging, uh, do it. The, I mean, the, the, it's it's easier said than done. But I mean, the, if we can do it the the way that the way that you believe, the way that you would do in a personal life, the way that we are doing a day by day basis, uh, life would be that that's easier to do. Uh, and that's how we. And, and every time we have a meeting that we need, you know, and right now we're, we're having bunches of them because we're in you know, very unique circumstances. The way we the, the, the way we come to it and the way we look at it uh, to make sure that we're making the best decision, which is nowadays it's very hard to, to know, uh, is are we, you know, are we feeling good that that's what the, that's the decision that we would take in our personal lives, that that's what we believe 100 percent on what we're doing uh, that's very, you know, authentic to us as, as, as persons and not only as professionals. Uh, and then the decision becomes more clear and it becomes more, you know, authentic. But it's 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 hard when you're trying to, and I, I mean, I've done it before, and it, it, it's hard when you're trying to, you know, do something uh, to convince or to message something that, I mean, you don't necessarily believe it or, or I mean, you, you don't know because it's not your lifestyle or it's not, you know, something that you would, relate to so uh we always try to and, and i do it myself it's something that uh that i need to make a decision to about uh, something that it's not related it's not i don't personally relate or i'm not personally involved or i don't personally have you know a purpose about it i bring someone uh to help me make the decision that does because that's made that, that's going to make the decision a lot a lot more uh i would say softer and, and when you and I say softer is it's it's it's, it's you're gonna feel more it's gonna feel more uh, uh, truthful, you know, or more more authentic. And, and I, I I think you, you know what I mean. It's gonna it's gonna feel that you're making the right choice. You're making the right decision. You know it because uh, when it comes to someone that it's it's bringing that from inside, and it's you know it's it's driving that with and it's it's driving that decision with purpose. Uh, it's it's. It, the, the chances that you're making the right decisions go go way up. So that's what we try to do. Uh, that's what I try to do. That's what we try to do in farm in general. And that's why I say that when when I say the farm is a big democracy, it's because it is because we 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 believe that when we all come together with you know the same purpose and different points of view and and uh, and we, the chances of us making the the best decisions mainly now in the in the toughest times uh, are are are. Uh, are greater. Uh, so, and, and we, 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 we try to bring it from, from what we believe, what our purpose are. And, uh, um, and, and we think that, that it, it and, and at the same time, we're, we're you're, sometimes you're going to make mistakes, but, uh, the chances are, are way greater that you're going to end up uh, making the right choices. Well, to know that you have that team and that base of support is really important. And I would say to those listening, uh, n- no person, no brand is an island. You, you need that collective thought, uh, just as you need collective portfolio of tactics to create to create a culture, to create a passionate base of, uh, 
of happy and, and loyal consumers. And it sounds like Fabio, you and the team are doing a wonderful job of doing that at Farm. And for telling me about that and learning more about your international efforts, as well as getting that advice towards the end, uh, I really appreciate the time that that you've given me today. And uh, you know, what else can I say? Thanks very much for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Adam. Appreciate it. Thank you so much to Fabio Barreto from Farm Rio for joining the show today. I think that's really important to build that lifestyle and be doing the experiential as well as the product innovation, especially right now. I was serious on that show. People need fun, and I'm glad you're bringing it. If you enjoyed this show, here's what you can do. It's just a LinkedIn page, really, but Authentic Influence Podcast. We recently crossed over 200 followers on that page, so it's growing like gangbusters. And it's also where you can find all the shows that we publish. It's where you can find uh, clips from the show and other events about the show uh, that will be upcoming. Of course, we're all at home right now, but uh, they will be on the way. Don't worry about that. We'll also be publishing on a slightly more frequent schedule. As soon as I can get them out to you, basically, everything becomes more relevant and recent in these times. And so I don't want to leave stuff on the shelf as often. So you can expect more frequent releases uh, and it will be across disparate industries. I'm glad to be able to have these opportunities to talk and to share stories and perspectives with you. And I'm sure you'd like to hear about them as well. If you have suggestions, for how to grow this show, what else I should be doing, you can connect with me too, Adam Connor on LinkedIn and message me and let me know what you think and I'll be sure to incorporate it uh, into the show. I'll be back again really, really soon with another fantastic story about how a brand is mobilizing its masses. And of course, there are stories within that story as well. But until then, for Authentic Influence, I've been your host, Adam Connor, and you'll hear from me again next time. <laughs>